Yo, I shatter dreams like Jordan, assault and batter your team. Your squadron will be barred from Av like Adam and Eve from the garden. I'm carving my initials on your forehead. So every night before bed, you see the BP shut off the porthead. We first out, I curse at the first whack. Nigga with the worst rap, cause he ain't worth jack. Hit him with a thousand pounds of pressure per slap. Make his whole body shirt back. Watch the earth crack, hand him his purse back. I'm the first Latin rapper to baffle your skull. Master the flow, niggas be swearing, I'm blacking and cold like Nat King. I be rapping in tongues packing the ones magnums, cannons, and gatling guns. It's big pun, the one and only son of Tony. Montana, you ain't promised manana in the rotten Montana. Come on, Bana, we need more rhymes. Feeling marijuana, snake fight, anaconda. A man of honor would wanna try to match my persona. Sometimes rhyming, I blow my own mind like Nirvana. Comma, and go the whole nine like Madonna. Go try to find another rhyme with my kind of grammar. When you awaken, your manhood will be taken. Faking like you say when, when I'm the rhyme in the combination. When you awaken, your manhood will be taken. Faking like you say when I'm the rhyme in the Adrenaline, uncut, straight to the gut, medicine, raw cure for pain. I coach your brain like polyurethane. Simple and plain. I'll explain it in layman terms. If you came to learn how to make fire, I'ma make it burn. Higher and hotter than lava. This scholar advisor is smart as MacGyver. Good with honor inside the heart of a liar. Involved in the life of crime. Fuck it, I like the shine. Up in the white and lime. Clutch with the pipe design. Flushed out. Hotel pockets about to bust out. If you're not in it for this finish, get the fuck out. Take a hike. We can even battle to make it right. Go ahead, lace the mic. You're finished. Say goodnight. Head to head in the street. I leave you dead in your feet. Saddle and beef. I'll even let you rhyme to the Benjamin beat. But it won't matter. Your dream's still gon' shatter. It's a long ladder to climb. And mine is on the stagger. So get out of town. Before I hit you with the loudest sound you ever heard. Desert bird player, you out of bounds. When you awaken, your manhood will be taken. Faking like you say when, when I'm the rhyme in the combination. When you awaken, your manhood will be taken. Faking like you say when I'm the rhyme in the combination. When you awaken, your manhood will be taken. Faking like you say when I'm the rhyme in the combination. If your hosties is unofficial, I'll come and get you and let the desert ease tongue kiss you with one pistol and two clips. I'll make your crew do flips like acrobatics. I'm charismatic, my cat is magic. It makes rappers disappear. Whisper in your ear, crystal clear. Come here, let me kiss your tears. Everything you fear is here. You ain't gotta search further. The first murder's the worst. Now I thirst further for reverse birth. Every verse hurts, every curse words. Already more offending than Eddie Murph's worse. I thirst for blood like a vampire. Any man claiming his camp's tighter is a goddamn liar. I set him on fire. Get retired, get chain of thought Drain a quarter blood out your brain And leave you insane in the dark The king of New York Lays his crown in the boogie down And sprays the town With the Mac goodie down I'm no joke I soak your face with the sweeper Die in disgrace I face your death through the speaker When you awaken Your manhood will be taken Faking like you Satan When I'm the rhyming abomination When you awaken Your manhood will be taken Faking like you Satan When I'm the rhyming abomination When you awaken Your manhood will be taken Faking like you Satan When I'm the rhyming abomination When you awaken Your manhood will be taken Faking like you Satan When I'm the rhyming abomination Shooked radio. Yo, yo, yo. We are back. That was terrible. We are radio.com. <laughs> We're in the building. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon in the Man, 206. In the land. It is looking really, really nice out today, folks. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming to your barbecue uninvited or whatever. I'm coming. Straight up and down. I'm not yeah. even eating your food. Yeah. I'm just coming for the drinks. Um, and I bring, <laughs> I bring my own seasonings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to worry about nothing else because I can't trust a lot of you. Right, right. <laughs> we were just rapping, man. It's no. been a week since your boy then went pescatarian. Uh, for those that don't know what that is, that's um, someone who eats uh, just seafood, no, no chicken, no beef, pork, none of that. Man, listen. <laughs> 
you know, it's it's, it's been a, it's been quite an adventure. I don't really. I haven't eaten pork in years, and that's not any religion aspect of it. It's because it tears my stomach up. A stock for law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I can't do it. Beef is too. They've done too much to it. Chicken. Man, I very rarely maybe you'll eat chicken once or twice a month. I stick primarily to fish, but I can't call myself any of those Aryans because to me that's hypocritical bullshit. Because the shit that I eat that's not fish, right, is pure bullshit. It's like it's trash, right? <laughs> so and water, and I barely drink water. What's up, M- my man Rick Ross out of uh, Texas checking in, man? What's up, fam? Appreciate you checking with us today. Yo, if you in the Dallas area, man, you need to go up to Supreme's pull up. Get them wings. Them wings be looking good, man. You need to like freeze some and send them to me so I can like eat them. Well, they pay for I'm going to be cheating like a mug. They didn't no, that's my, that's, that, that's my man. That's, oh, a, okay. that's my man. It's not like an official plug plug. It's like, hey, I'm going to go to Dallas and, and rock with you <laughs> when I get out there. It's not an official plug. Like, hey, we have a policy. No pl- no pay, no plug. Right. <laughs> Facts. Fair exchange, no robbery. robbery. Fair exchange, no robbery. So today... We're talking about things that you don't discuss at work. The two biggest taboo. topics. The two biggest topics you avoid at work. Religion and politics. Yo, uh, yo my, man Rick, my man Supreme said, what was the name of the song you was playing? That was Dream Shatterer, Big Pun. R.I.P. Right. Pun. Re- rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. We played nothing but, but platinum but hits. But platinum <laughs> lyrical shit. You will right. catch no mumble rap over at the two all, hours ever. that we are on air. And don't ever bring this shit up you will not like what i have to say not at all not even a little bit not at all for people that never check with us before you know took radio we discuss things that that happen in the workplace workplace issues we discuss stuff that and how to keep your job yeah you know we talk about stuff that you want to talk about the job but you don't want to do it because you want to keep your job right (laughs) the people to avoid at work yeah to help keep your job right what's up Ty? you can call us 216-772-3393 um, what has happened when you've discussed religion and politics in whatever job you've ever had? What is the the worst thing that you can recall happening? Because people don't realize what a trigger religion and politics in the workplace is. Man, for real, especially and if you if you if you Muslim. And certain types of people just don't understand the basis of what this alleged unified country was supposed to be founded on, which was religious freedom. Yeah, you're supposed to come here and do whatever you want and to be do. And with, with no judgment. It didn't matter how you felt about it. You had the ability to practice whatever you want, hence why we have atheists we have satanists we have scientologists we have christians we have catholics we have all church of bay we have all these man-made religions seventh-day adventists jehovah witness that people subscribe to buddhists and it's all in an ultimate goal to have a better understanding of your spirituality yeah so it's been manipulated throughout time by powerful people to get the people that are not powerful to do what they needed them to do. Yeah. Fast forward to the 21st century. And what is supposed to be the home of the free, land of the brave, 
is nowhere near that. Nope. Because people cannot have an honest discussion on varying religions, their different aspects, the punishments, the so-called accolades, and all of that that entails without becoming extremely fucking sensitive and offended. Not only that, most people can't sustain the argument with any type of factual backing of whatever their opinion is. Nah. So when they come across somebody that actually can refute something that they may have held true their whole life, their entire life, they're ready to fight. They're ready to fight. And there's a term for that. It's called cognitive dissonance. Man, look it up. You got an iPhone. You got a Samsung. Right. And that is when something comes to your knowledge that goes against every single thing you were ever taught to believe about this now, one thing now, your now, entire now. life. It got to be something to it. And you just cannot come around to the fact that this other factual part of it is the truth, not what you've been taught. Right now, uh, my boy Ty in uh, Florida said it went down when Obama was running. The MAGA people started back in 2008. Well, we knew that was coming when he was tapped for the Democratic nomination. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Anybody that is not white that lives in this country saw that coming. Man, it was not nothing new. So when you had <laughs> the. Uh, what? Hold on, no, Ty. Hey, man, you giving, <laughs> hey, you giving up too much game, man. <laughs> you giving up too much game. <laughs> White people in that work was tripping. Yeah, showed their true colors. They I did was exactly. Insert employer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly, and I mean that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And these same people that true colors were shown to a lot of us in 2008 mm -hmm. refused to believe it. So now, fast forward to the bullshit we're in now. And of course, quiet. what do you expect? There's people that are on my Facebook, on my Instagram, that have said some of the most ignorant ass shit I have ever seen on some of these conservative talk websites. Man. And the bigotry in the statement. Oh, they were and, they, they real comfortable. And that's what I'm, the bigotry in the statement the naivete in understanding and not, or, and I should, I should say misunderstanding mm -hmm. that the bottom line is if I cut you, you're going to bleed red. Yep. So you mad about the wrong shit right now. Mm -hmm. For real, for real. So in the eight years that Obama was there and I had to look at nooses and monkeys and pundits calling Yo, old girls of unarmed black people skyrocketing. Exactly, those years, they and did. they haven't even stopped now. And that that's and that's it's, it's like it's like America just went nuts. But that we're not even talking about the police aspect on that. We're talking about yeah, you're right. the the politicians and the media that ran with the shit. The pundits that came on the Fox, MSNBC, CBS, all this shit, CNN, and said the bullshit that they said, which is on record. You can go back and find it. Uh-huh. And had the audacity to turn around in 216 and wonder why people of color don't want to hear your shit. At all. Not even a little At bit. At all. 
So now, last week, the Central Park Five documentary released on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. First of all, you know anybody that's our age already knows this story. Mm-hmm. We've been known this story. We know about the prosecuting bitch. We know about Lying the district attorney. Bitch. We know about the fact that your boy that's in the house now took out a full page ad in the New York Times advocating for the death penalty. And to this day, still has not apologized to those young men. Oh, he don't apologize. He's not going to, which I don't expect him to. And even if he did now, he would only he would only do it in his own self-interest. It wouldn't be because he felt any type of difference. So excuse folks that are not the majority white that don't want to hear shit this motherfucker got to say at all about anything no matter where he stands because see now when you look at our global standing in the world that's down the shitter yep and in the words of cousin eddie the shitter's full man because there's so much shit. Did you see this shit yesterday? Y'all not paying attention. A Russian naval warship and a U.S. naval I warship saw that. collided, almost collided, in the sea. Of course, now they're blaming each other. Right. Now, keep talking about abortion that if you don't have a pussy, it don't have nothing to do with you. Because you could easily... It remedy the that's situation. A whole other show topic, it is because that that's that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other show but topic. <laughs> the fact this is why you don't talk about uh, but these it's, things. Ironically, it's an issue that you might not want to talk about at but work. But this is what I'm saying. This is why you don't talk about these things at work. These are hot button topics. Man. Politics, abortion, the Supreme Court, a lot of these things, uh, legalizing marijuana, the detainment of immigrants. A lot of these things, there are so many people that are clearly uneducated on the laws that are actually on the books. Right. That have has been how things have gone that are completely being ripped to shreds right now. Mm-hmm. There's it's it's ridiculous. If you've ever watched any type of show where there was a pro, uh, a protagonist that at some point was trying to save either a city, this country, or the world. The shit on TV and the movies on how the U.S. government would respond as compared to now in 2019 <laughs> is, I, I am so blown away. So, classic example. Have you ever seen the movie Olympus Has Fallen with uh, yes. the dude? Okay, so the, what can you tell me what the plot of that movie ultimately was. Mm, it's been a minute. Okay. So. I saw the sequel though. The plot of the original. Because now there's the third one. I has been ready to come You saw London Has Fallen. That's the okay. most recent one I saw. Right. And there's a third one coming out now. Uh, getting ready to come out later this later this year. Really? Yeah. And right. it's, it looks badass. But the first premise. The first movie. The premise of this movie was. The guy who was the protagonist. He was a disgraced uh, ex-secret service guy. And he was protecting the president. They were really, really good friends. He became disgraced. He was kicked out. Blah, blah, blah. So what happens? A bunch of motherfuckers take over the White House. And they want. They, end, they get all the codes. And their ultimate goal is to have the U.S. withdraw 
their tr- their their navy and their troops and shit from or not the U.S. but uh, China or yeah the U.S. yeah from wherever they were positioned between North and South Korea, mm. which would have allowed North Korea to go in and fuck with South Korea, because it was the Korean it was North Koreans that were the villains in this movie. So really, the idea <laughs> that this president would have to give up all these codes to make this happen, and and all the quote unquote members of Congress that had privy to this information and was like, oh my God, they can't do that. This is not, you know, you're gonna send South Korea to death. Fast forward to this motherfucker hand in hand with this some bitch in North Korea, and he ended the fucking war games, which was what. The well, part of what the ultimate goal was of the the plot of the movie to get all of the American troops the fuck out of there, right? So North Korea could do whatever the fuck they wanted, right? Why in the hell did the plot of a movie come to fruition? I need somebody to explain this shit to me. It's programming, man. Man, a lot of the stuff, man, a lot of the stuff that's been in movies over the past. However long, twenty five years has shown you exactly where we're at today, and what we're gonna really, and do. what we're gonna be seeing if you motherfuckers don't start paying attention and exercising these quote unquote so called rights facts that we have as quote unquote so called American citizens. And the thing is, is that because know, the statutes and shit, the legislation vote. that's being passed is fucking with a lot of people. Yeah, shit. but then again, three out of four people don't vote, but three out of four people, people complain. Is exactly, it's like, uh, and it's like you you can't complain. You don't have a right to complain because then, you're part of the problem. On top of that, you know, it's like people say the vote don't matter, but if it didn't matter, they, people wouldn't take these steps. To exactly, people t- voting. Exactly. I mean, you have it. You have multiple states that are gerrymandered to hell. Ohio being one of them, right? Ohio to being hell, one of them. so that they can push their agenda through <coughs> and keep it through. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I mean. You know, do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But don't sit back and complain and bitch when stuff happened. And then you be like, well, what? What? Uh. What What do all the, the, the top athletes and coaches and all this other good shit, these people say, the top motivators, if you're not part of the problem, you're part of the solution. Or if you're not part of the solution, you're, you're part, part of the problem. problem. And yeah. that's exactly what it is. Because you can't sit on the sidelines and think things are going to change because you you expect certain other people to take certain steps. We don't know. You don't. That's not how it works. Yeah, we got to. That's not how any <laughs> of this works. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, you have to roar loud enough to say this is unacceptable. But you know what's happening with this administration? Dude is pushing the limits of he's pushing the limits of the law. He's to see exactly. If y'all gonna actually enforce this and shit. And this is what I'm saying and and the he's whole idea and that's the thing when the Mueller report came out and said here's the thing if I could have found anything that said that this motherfucker did, did not do anything, anything I would have said, said the shit. But legally, as president, because of Congress statutes and the Constitution, a sitting president cannot be indicted for prison time. He man, has to go through president, the impeachment process. He, he and the impeachment legs. process is something that is started not by criminal endeavors. It is something that is started against crimes against the United States of America, obstruction of justice, perjury, that type of thing. What took Nixon down? Obstruction of justice. Because when it came down to it, 
And the question asked to posed to the country to Congress was, what did what did the president know, and when did he know it? Because as members of Congress that we are allegedly supposed to be electing, that is the governmental body that holds the motherfucker accountable. Whether it's Trump, whether it's Reagan, whoever is in there, it's Congress is the body What's that up, does it. Here? So. The idea of the criminal acts mm-hmm. for a lot of people is what they're hearing. Oh, they didn't find it. No, no, you don't understand because you're, see, the state of New York, point. you're not even realizing what the state of New York, the laws that they've just passed. Because see, whenever that motherfucker get out of office, he's toast. He's toast in the state of New York. That's why they revoked and wrote that law that didn't matter if you had a federal pardon. You wasn't getting no state shit if you was convicted in the state of New York. It didn't matter. You were still going to New jail. New York is like, mm, exactly. Because they've been trying to go out. <laughs> New, York been want, New York been wanting to get his records for, for years, years. For years. Because that family has been fucking the city, the city and the state of New York for years. So Decades. It, <laughs> probably a century. If and you, that, if you really, his, exactly. His dad, that family line. Granddad, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they want his ass. They want that family. The state of New York has been trying to get them motherfuckers for a very very long time and they've taken the steps now to do it so whenever oh, he whenever he gets out whether it's in 2020 or 2024 it don't he's matter not. he's going to see some type of state time for the state of new york because see y'all don't understand when they got that warrant and they went in and raided them charities the trump foundation oh yeah and ruled that none of them motherfuckers need to be sitting on the board of any charity ever in life <laughs> <laughs> Ever. All of that is criminal proceedings that they can bring charges against in the state of New Not York. Not to mention the insurance fraud. That exactly. That's insurance fraud. So New York is just like sitting. They, they waiting. Waiting. Because their statute of limitations is not a factor. Cohen sold him out. Man. <laughs> he gave up the goods. Man. All of that shit. That boy was, so that boy was singing like Beyonce. People, <laughs> people don't understand the, the liberties that are being taken with the country so when you talk about the religious aspect of it because you have people Which you should not talk about that word because you have people that think their religion it's is better. better than every other religion out there they refuse to have an understanding of any other religion out there they yeah. couldn't tell you the difference between buddhism or islam they couldn't tell you and they don't give a fuck to tell you Nope. Because whatever they are is what the fuck it is. Like, dude. And you need to come over to our side because my side tells me that your shit is the fucking devil. And my God and says I can kill you. Right. My God says you're I fucking can kill you and enslave you and the whole nine. Like, no. And that you're not, like, your no. life don't count. Exactly. You don't even have a soul according to my religion. So right. So I don't have to treat you as a human being. You're property to me. I'll treat you like, I'll treat you worse than an animal. Right, you're my sex doll. Exactly. According to my God. Exactly. So and what's crazy now, is that people pray to the sick. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that country, <laughs> the hashtag country full of dumbasses. Man, but you praying to yeah, the same yeah. one. But, but anyway, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the refusal let's get back to understand <laughs> somebody else's religion, or no matter what. Yeah. you've been shown as fact. Again, falls into that cognitive dissonance. Mm. And people don't understand. But you as an individual, when you're at work, and this is what we're, why we're talking about this, because we're talking about avoiding this shit at work. Mm-hmm. When you're at work, you have to listen for certain phrases, certain triggers for people when they want to engage you in what I like to call 
fireable bullshit conversation. Man. Because that conversation is the shit that they like to run and tell whoever, especially if you're somebody that hasn't been there any real length of time if you're new to the company. Okay? Because they got to get all the information they can about you spread out to everyone they need to so people can do what they do. Whether it's judge you, entrap you, whatever. Because, see, again, if people don't like you, we've talked about this on other shows, you can be fired and brought in front of HR for the most littlest of bullshit. So, the thing is, when people bring that shit up, you should know to immediately have all of your antenna up. Disengage and <laughs> make sure to remove yourself from the situation because nothing good can come of any conversation. You know, had what? I gotta go. That. My turtle start barking. Man, <laughs> man, what the fuck? I no, nope. no. Like you know what? I didn't been in on D and D too long. Let me get back on these calls. Right. I, I gotta go. Like no, because when you have somebody that is easily offended, number one. And they play like there aren't. And you talk about either something religious or political with them that goes against their core being. A topic being, let's say, abortion. Oh, man. You know. Now, if the person that you're speaking to is dead set against it no matter what. And let's say, it's a, it, let's say you're a woman and it's another woman. And she's just, she can't even really give you any facts. She's just claiming it's against religion, her religion, her religion, her religion. Okay. To each his own. Right. But that still doesn't give you the right to tell the next bitch <laughs> what she can do with her pussy. Period. I mean, I have my own views on it, but at the same time, I mean, you know, it's your, it's your life, your body, do what you want. Exactly. Do. You know what I'm because saying? nobody knows what any person on this planet other than a woman has to go through when they're pregnant. And what people don't understand why people are up in an uproar with these laws that are passing, especially at six weeks, is, and that's how you know the laws are being passed by people with dicks because that are six dicks. weeks that are dicks and have dicks. Yeah. Six weeks. You can be both. Most women. And when I say most, I mean in the high nineties don't even know they're fucking pregnant at six weeks. They, mm-hmm. they, they may not have even missed their fucking period yet. So the idea that at six weeks a woman can go in and be like oh i want an abortion motherfucker that's not how it works the bitch don't even know she's pregnant yet number one so that's that situation now the that type of a conversation explaining that to ruby sue who's using religion as her stance she doesn't want to hear that. So she's going to run to HR or to the lead or whoever she's cool with 
and yeah. she's gonna say that oh you know what i was talking to so-and-so the other day and she is just so she said that women can go in and get all kinds of abortions whenever they need it i mean just uh, at six weeks like six weeks come on who gets an abortion at six weeks like bitch uh nobody really nobody because you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you know and and ruby sue be the undercover broads that may have already had two or three. Oh, before she found the lord exactly you know because a lot of broads <laughs> don't understand and don't they, they don't realize that that family member that was touching them shouldn't have been touching them right and that accident that happened to you when you was 13 12 14 but mm. you didn't just go to the doctor to get a checkup no y- your yeah. mother took you to get that shit done yep and told you don't say on if you look back through the history of a certain type of woman in this country when it comes to hiding pregnancies and making and and playing a role for the community the and the fan and and uh wanting to have it look a certain way all you have to do is google it there are stories of what were they called um, like reformatories for unwed mothers people would wow. send their daughters really? who got knocked up people with money exactly would send their daughters who got knocked up and would bring shame on the family especially if it was a senator's child daughter or anything in a, anybody in a position send her away mm-hmm. had a baby snatched a baby because the baby goes up for adoption immediately and sends the girl back home like, like nothing happened. happened oh she was away at boarding school right yeah she was away at boarding school she was away at nine for for nine months, months. a year <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, she went down south. Yep, for the summer. For the summer. Whoops. Ooh, did I have to tell on? I just told on like like the whole my whole feed. You can Google all of this, folks. There are places that this happened. There's movies. There's books. There's all kinds of information out there on these types of places. So the abortion debate runs long, runs hard, runs deep in this country. So. What you don't understand is the long game that they're doing and trying to get it pushed in front of the Supreme Court. Not to mention the fact that, um, not to mention the fact that a lot of this is geared towards, um, you know, you, you're looking at the the prison populations are reducing; mm-hmm. they're going down, mm-hmm. and the people that's going to be most affected by these abortion laws are not going to be white women. It's going to be my minority women mm-hmm. that can't uh, that can't, can't afford to go mm-hmm. to these places mm-hmm. where they can have the work, done. the procedures done safely, because you have people with dicks that don't understand how it works, or do understand and don't give a fuck. Mm. Because when we talk about second class citizens along with minorities in this country, they really don't give a fuck about women. Period. No, yo, no. shout out Sybil Freeman. She checked in. She said you can't be offended when you don't look at people as your equal. When children say childish things, adults shouldn't be offended. When you don't recognize your coworkers as your intellectual equal, you won't engage. Why bother? They have a child's mentality like their president with the limited vocabulary. Exactly, and that's why when they come to you with it, you already should know. Antenna up. There's no point in even trying to right. conversation conversate with this <laughs> because it's not going to lead to anything good for you. Nope. And who the hell wants to be bothered with that? 
while I'm at work. Trying to get that paid to the order up. Man. Like, nah, ain't nobody got time for that shit. Nah. So, again, avoiding religion and politics at work is key to keeping a lot of y'all's jobs. Man. <laughs> like, and even for real, for real, you can't even talk about it. Like, let's say you got, remember we talked about it earlier this year. You might have that one work person that you super cool with, and y'all might be having you know, a between y'all conversation in the cubicle or the office or whatever, and somebody walk by and hear some shit. And they, they catch the tail end of it. Exactly. You have, to, you have to avoid that, even with the person that you're supposed to be A1 with at work. Just don't even talk about nothing that has to do with religion and politics. Or race. Man, listen. Don't talk about race at work. If there's something racial going on racial discrimination your best bet especially in this day and age is a not to talk about it to anybody else but the person through the chain of command follow those steps and then you make sure along with doing that you call the EEOC, which is the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. And your attorney. And retain a lawyer. Immediately, if not Immediately. Sorry. Exactly. Because you're going to want to have copies of any type of correspondence. You're going to want to, on some real shit, you need to record the session when you go make the initial complaint. Because that's where a lot of shit comes to. That's where you get fired. Uh, a, a problem. <laughs> exactly. Because they'll say, they'll say they'll do one thing. And fire your And ass. then you get brought into the office and you got a write-up or some shit talking about a whole other thing. And that ain't nothing nowhere near they with conversation. They will go back in your work history like yeah. years and, yeah. write you, and, and write you up. You know, from from something. Well, we didn't write you up before, but we're writing right you up, up now, now. Right. and you're and on you're, a first and yeah. final. Yeah, huh? so we're gonna go ahead and um, we're gonna. What's at your desk? Did you want anything at your desk? No, right. we're gonna okay. send you we're home for the day, and, and then we'll you call you and let you know. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. real. That's how it goes down, man. And it's terrible because people bring. And, and they figure that, you know, you're scared or whatever, and you're not going to sue them, so you're just going to take that little money they offer you. Right. You don't ever want to take the money. Take them motherfuckers to court. Man, you can, take, you can take the money and still win. Yeah, take them to for court. For what I've heard. That, <laughs> well, and, and you know what? It's going to depend on what, on, on how flagrant the violation is. Right. Because if it's a super ultra flagrant, you know, you out of the rest of the finals. Well, it's 2019. The, the violations typically are super flagrant. This is true. <laughs> this is true. You uh, know, they typically are like, eh, whatever. You going, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And these, and, yo, and if you in HR, y'all need to like really, y'all not doing your company no favors. We gonna talk about HR when we get back, because <laughs> um, we 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 gonna talk about HR when we get back. Man, we up radio dot com, Juke Radio. Commercial break. Man, you hate the radio. I despise what? it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at 1. Get out of here. I'm not lying, you said man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at 1. Are you listening? Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1. At 1. Tune in to them on, on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University, Clutch Saturdays Players. at 1 p.m. 
What's up? Y'all tune in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I check. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more or you can call us at 216-772-3393. WeUpRadio.com WeUpRadio.com Yo, 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 what's good? Jay Jigs, it's Row in the building, rocking out with WeUpRadio.com, and it's all love. Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs. Previously on OGDJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against yeah. homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them <laughs> Like, huh? <laughs> if like, if another nice, man That's a nice bulge Man if another nigga <laughs> Seen another man's pants And talked about His package That's gay as hell that's It ain't no gay. understanding yeah, That's gay That's gay So and then She said I'm not gay I said but that Definitely sounded like A homosexual comment Right I understand because. That you appreciate A woman's body But from my perspective That wasn't just a comment That was homoerotic <laughs> Right <laughs> Damn Homoerotic Yeah yeah right. That yeah, was right. That made me think of a reason. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, WeUpRadio.com. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Indica Spitz. You are listening to WeUpRadio.com. <laughs> What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., WeUpRadio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Mook, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Mook, 6 to 8, WeUpRadio.com. That goes to Don EP nice as EP for my man Ghost of Don. Yeah, that's just called On the Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that shit right now. Fuck that, I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What a Love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost of Don. Ghost, D A D O N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP. On the money. This is Goldie Montana. You're listening to WeUpRadio.com. 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 Yeah. What's up, y'all? What's up? This is Ghostface. Straight from 
Staten Island, you know, I don't really mean no harm, but it just happens, you know, when I step approach a motherfucking black nigga, and trying to spit his darts, you can't spit him, check it out though, hey yo! Scientific, my hand kissed it, robotic listing, optimistic. You probably missed it. Watch me dolly dick and Scotty Waddy competent me. Big microphone, hippie, hippie kipsy, crispy chicken burst, fuck up a stone ritzy, chop the O, sprinkle a little snow inside of Optimo, swing the John McEnroe, rap rock and roll, tidy bow, gun hole pro, Starsky with the gum so, hit the rum slow, parole kids, live for puns patone stizzy, really high. The vivid laser I got, jump in the Harley Rock, cross, I freak a lemon pie, I'm bad about it. Lord forgive me, Miss Sally shot it. Tracy got shot in the face, my house was overcrowded You fake cats done heard it first On how I shit it on your turf Fat time, Cuban link verse show Check out the rap K-Pin Summertime, fine jury dripping Face of the box, I seen your ear twitching As soon as I drove off Cap came to me with three sortos Give one to Ray, that season they brawl Lightning raw, fever heaters Knock need a Sheba for heaver Diva got rock from the receivable The portfolio looking fancy in the pantry My man got bigger dimes, son Your shit is scampy Base that, throw it to your mouth, don't waste that See go slamping in the throne with King Tut hat straight off Yeah, yeah Just one time niggas Smack all y'all niggas Niggerettes Universal death threats Yeah This be the God body Yeah, no doubt Judge Wise Hey yo, spiced out Calvin Coolidge with seven duelists, the great adventures are slick, licking with six rookies, rock those, big boy Bilotti's out of Woodbridge, porch for the biggest beer, seasoned giraffe fridge, rotisserie ropes, chicory cinnamon, scent the glaze, perfect the fine chew with itself, let's smoke, all hell to my hands, 50 thou praise dirty nose with the nasal drip, click flipped on fam, dancing with blanching them bitches, flicking deuce pitches, kick down the ace of space, snatch Jack Riches, ulcer, compulsive lies, flies with my name on it, dick made the cover, now count, Many veins on it, Scooby Snack, Jurassic, Plastic, Ass, Booby Trap. Ten years working for me, you wanna tap shit? Bong, 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 your bell went wrong, wrong, wrong. Staple lands where the ambulance don't come. Yeah, you see what I mean? You see what I mean, you motherfucking crybabies? Get in line, punk. You should be studying your odds instead of studying me. That's how you lost your first job, punk. Now get in line, cause you get your little thick ass tossed up. Shit. On the Bruce Lee, nigga. He was on the ball. Spliff, black men to cross continental drift One whip of power, you get my divine stiff Brick rock, late night, hit the tick-tock on my clock I used to run up and pick a crab lock Hit his stash, dip back to the lab Make a flip, uptown, Boop. Now we back on your ass Incognito, fatal, hakito, blow Pop a needle, dick a knock, knee ho Bust out a fetal, nine-inch long, strong Bobby pop the bitch, thong, spit on her Then I banged on my chest like Kong King Personalist Ming, point the killer beast thing, wing things right through your head ring snap the wing off the bats i battle wax tongue hacks tracks once the ball drop i'ma snatch 10 jacks pass a crack to a niggerette puff a loosely cigarette while your man search the internet for bob digitech in stereo crazy as shapiro multiply myself 10 times standing next to zero and snap my fingers like the fawns and bag me a golden bronze skin girl with the honey blonde dip hair make a nigga flip in his chair had the armpit saved off perfect with the nail 
stomach fat as a pancake for a man's sake. Used to fuck her when she ministrate, but it made her hyperventilate. Brooklyn, I know, I know, I know, I know. Queens, I know, I know, I know, I know. Stalin, I know, 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 I know. Bronx, I know, I know. Used to fuck her when she menstruate, but it make her hyperventilate. Man. Damn. Welcome back. We are back. Drink Radio. WeUpRadio.com. Yo, if you want to sponsor the show, man, inbox us later. And we can tell you how to get that done. For shizzle. You know what I'm saying? You know, thanks to our sponsors, you know, we were able to get the, you know, the nice background situation we got going on. Upgrade the equipment. You know. You know. Get get more trying to get the 4K out. Right. Get the 4K. Right. Coming to you in the 4K. Yeah. That's all cell phones. Right. But you know we need some bread for that. Man. You know support the movement. It's not free. It's not free. Support the movement. You know what I mean. We support you. You support us. Man. Topic today. We are avoiding religion and politics at work. Man. You do not talk about these things ever on the job ever and before we went to break we were talking about hr hr is not your friend nope nobody that works in hr is your friend what's up renda they have a job to do to their pay to the order of involves getting you fucked up man (laughs) man understand that if it comes down to you or their or their pay to the order of you're done. It's always gonna be you. They can they could have like you could have named your kid after them. Man, <laughs> y'all niggas could have worked there for ten years together. Work went to lunch day. every day. Y'all know everything about each other. You could have gave them the job. Man, <laughs> plug them on the shit. Like, I referred your bitch ass. And next thing you know, you didn't call down mm-hmm. by them. By them. With information that they got from you. By wait, what? What kind of fuckery is this? Man. Of the highest kind. Right. <laughs> we have the premium fuckeries here in the human right. resources. Right. <laughs> like you can't you cannot be you just cannot be caught slipping at work. You have to really keep a rein on what you talk about how you talk about it right and who you talk about it too mm-hmm. so what i notice especially in places like call centers are there's always the people that are the top producers mm-hmm. and then you always have the people that are coming in from the training classes because it's a scam code ink and right. they can't keep people so the turnover is ridiculous and the reason why the turnover is ridiculous scam code ink folks y'all know they fucking with the money every single time every time scam code so <laughs> you get in there and you're in these call centers and People are, you see the clicks. And when you come in and you want to try to observe, because you really try to get your observation on while you're in training, but you don't really get to do a lot of that then because you can't, you're not really out on the floor with them 
you know, especially if it's um, a company where the training is more than two weeks. So you'll be like more than two weeks, especially you hit the floor. You are a baby. Right. So depending on how the seating and everything is set up there, you may not even be around some of these top producers when you hit the floor. You might just be around all the new people that you came out of training with. Or people that's about to get fired. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nope. And the people that are about to get fired don't know that that's what. They don't even know it. Like, right. Bottom edge that they're on. But it's like when you look at the interactions and that's how you, other, you tell stuff too. Look at the interactions of the people in management when they talk to certain people. If they don't really talk to people on a on a daily basis, if they don't say, you know, acknowledge you and say, hi, how you doing, whatever, they don't care about you. Mm-mm. And should the time come when they got to make cuts, your name's going to be on that list. Yeah, man. You know. So, avoiding religion and politics with the person that may be your friend in hr or even to the point where you may be taught you may get called down to hr you have to be proactive in protecting yourself with a lot of these companies because see people you guys sign employee handbooks but one of the biggest violations these companies do is especially in this digital age is they really some of them slack on making sure people have the employee handbook they're supposed to give you a handbook because yeah. that is what has all of the policies the bible in the company so if you do get called in front of hr violating something that is allegedly in the handbook you can be like okay but if it's something that maybe you have the handbook and you know it's not in the handbook what the fuck is this shit what are you trying to do who told you some shit because mm-hmm. why am i even in here i don't even talk to nobody right you know like okay don't i sit at the thing all day doing crossword puzzles <laughs> right <laughs> yeah what are, what are what are we in front of hr for don't come down here asking me hi how you doing how's your day going you don't care go away exactly you know go away go sit down mind your business you done made me lose my place in this puzzle now i gotta start over no i'm trying man i'm i'm at the day i'm at the buffet line <laughs> consistently you know, you know, you know, Reg is cool, but, uh, you know, he, he's always the buffet line. <laughs> for real. So you got to definitely, you know, be on guard for that. You know. For sure. Yo, things, the other thing you don't talk about at work is giving too much of your personal info or things that's going on in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't, you, you, you got a, a so-called friend at work and you, you know, telling them about like different things that you're facing and going through mm-hmm. off the clock mm-hmm. and they get to management, then they're going to start fucking with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. You know you need this overtime. <laughs> <laughs> you know you need this overtime. You know you need this overtime. Time. You know you need it. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, because right now people don't realize how many different schemes, flams, scams, skip, scab, scallywigs are out there to relieve you of your pay to the order of mm-hmm. now a lot of this can be avoided so when you're talking religion 
or politics or you hear somebody talking religion or politics, exit out of your way. I like to personally deliver a random crazy phrase when people ask me certain shit when I know what type of people they are. So I'll say something ridiculous. Like, oh, well, what, what, do you, what did you do? Oh, well, you know what? I stubbed my toe on the back of that chair. That's why I don't even bother about going to church. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, what? I'd be like, praise the Lord. Yeah, what? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I ain't got time. I got to go. Come on. I got to give me something to drink. All right. Right. Let me get in my car. I'm ready to smoke. I ain't got time to talk to you. Right. <laughs> you are impeding. We like jump jumping my path. <laughs> right. <laughs> to my car. I know. I'm trying to get this coffee. Uh-uh. <laughs> Mm. Trying to get this coffee. They got they got some new K cups, man. I'm trying to see what's up with them K cups. Do they got some new K cups? Nah, I ain't got. Oh, I'm say damn. They that's got some new K cups. That's something that I would say though. Right, like <laughs> shit. You see, where they go? Where they go? Stopping marks. Yo, they got the new K cups, man. Huh. Yo, that Black Magic K cup is hitting. That mug is delicious. Whenever they start talking about taboo topics, yo, I'm out. You have to be because um, it's really um, the only way to secure, keep your job secure. Right. Because it's not set up for you to have a adult, factual, debatable conversation where you can learn something from the other most person. Most people don't interact at an adult level anyway. They really don't. It's like what she said. It's like they don't. Most people don't have the capability to interact on a certain level with you. And once you recognize that, and this speaks back to when we were talking about the people the co-workers you avoid at work yeah. once you've already pegged people for who they are it should be second nature for you to be able to um uh avoid them when they approach you to try to engage with whatever fuckery they got right you know because it's like mm, I've, I've seen you I've, I've been here you know maybe 30 60 days now 45 days i've seen how you are motherfucker like because people will show you their true selves yeah they will. and that's what you need to believe period and just like the stories with people that have relationships at work and it backfires don't do it don't do it do it especially don't do it with an individual that can't keep their motherfucking mouth shut right <laughs> you know I mean, if you banging out some bitch that's already married and got kids, and then you see <laughs> another young piece of ass come out there, uh-huh. and you want to start banging out the bitch that's the young piece of ass, and this bitch that's married with kids that you banging, now she offended, yeah. and this bitch goes to HR, uh, now nigga you ain't got no job. Right. Why would you even do that to yourself? That's why I just have to, you know... Just don't do it, period. Man. What? Oh, my man. Just don't do it, period. No. At all. No. And just avoid those problems, you know what I'm saying? I keep huh? my head both of them where they supposed to be. <laughs> what you can say? I keep my head both of them where they supposed to be. Right. Holes that get you sidetracked and clapped from close feet. Right. I don't sleep. Man. He was dropping it? jewels. Man. <laughs> Dropping jewels, yo. And it's crazy because in 2019, now we're in June. It's six months to 2020. Mm. Six months to 2020. Oh, my God. What's up, Shatia? 2020. 
Man. Can you, did you think about what a flying car is that? where it's the bullshit. country would be in 1995? We should be having flying cars right now. For, for for mass, I mean, mass according to dem, according to Demolition Man, <laughs> that right. was in '97. You know, it should be the San Angeles Police Department. Man, all we, all we got is these, these whole ass drones. Man, <laughs> man. but no, no, Amazon, <laughs> Amazon about to take the drones to the next level. They about to have them delivering your pocket to your packages to you in like two days or a day. Oh, oh, they're really quick. Yeah. I said, oh, okay. Well, Amazon is not playing. Whatever y'all want to do. Yep. Whatever y'all want to do. With that, um, <laughs> you have to avoid the people that just don't have good sense at work. And if you have the 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 since God gave a camel, it should be relatively easy for you. Right. But that being said, there is a lot of hashtag uh, country full of dumbasses Man. running around free, undiagnosed, not taking any of the necessary medication needed not even a <laughs> need to form medication. A coherent thought, let alone engage you in a conversation slash debate designed to grow or learn something from this individual. You right. can't do that. And there's more of them than us, as witnessed. <laughs> By 2016. Man. Witnessed so, by 2000. Shoot. Man. And yeah. 2004. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When left to their own devices, <sighs> it's all bad. It's all bad. Do not think for a minute. It's like if you think it can't get any work. Yes, it yes, can. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. It can. And it will. It will. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just crazy because. Bartender. <laughs> when you look at the way these jobs are set up and and why they're fighting against quote unquote the trigger phrase a livable wage because what it does is it it it's going to force these companies to understand that the employees are not Joe versus the volcano drones Right. You know what I'm saying? People, this is not what the up, Sean 70s, Allen? the 80s, the 90s. People have families. People have lives that require so much more outside of work yeah. than the 8 to 10 hours that you put in on a job. And if, for whatever reason, in this day and age, if one spills over into the other... It's very hard for people because they've almost successfully succeeded in destroying the middle class. So the Man. idea of being able to work a job for 20, 30 years and retire 
is gone. You don't have that. You don't have that luxury. Mm-mm. And if you've got a family and you got big, big bills, you got to make sure to happen and provide for. You can't afford to really work at a company that's not paying you what you're worth. Because the struggle is going to be really, really real. As witness, I mean, there was an article in, uh, it was what, New York Times, it might have been Wall Street Journal, but the majority of Americans don't have $400 saved for any type of a major emergency, whether it's something for the car, whether it's a medical emergency, whatever. That, when you think about, and when you think about how we lived in the 20th century in, let's say, from the late 80s, really up to the early 2000s, the idea that you wouldn't have $400 or the ability to get $400 to pay for a... um. A car repair, a car repair, a home repair, repair, something happened with the kids, you know, whatever. The idea that you wouldn't have it would be so completely foreign. Why? Because the money that people were making then in the jobs that were available allowed you to actually save and have a checking and a savings account. Right. Yo, Sean asked a good question. He said, should a livable wage be for a single person with no kids or for a single mom with two kids? What's the standard? The standard should be whatever is 30% of your income, no more than that should be towards rent or a house payment, period, 30%. Everything else, no matter what your family situation is at that time shouldn't matter because that changes at any given moment it could change a single person can become pregnant a single woman can become pregnant a single father could get married get married you it can change the idea of somebody's personal (laughs) status when it comes to the idea of a livable livable wage shouldn't matter with that because it can change when the idea of a livable wage is not where you want to be able to go out and kick it it's the idea of being able to a keep a roof over your head with the job that you have and if a four hundred dollar landmine shows up you can can handle it. it and you don't have to run to a payday loan company and forfeit your next check in two weeks to a 300 percent interest rate because you needed a major car repair because your car is 10 years old 15 years old because your credit score isn't where it needs to be to go get a better car because you're working on other things you know why because life happened Mm -hmm. the idea of being able to a lot of people are triggered by the term livable wage because they think it means having your cake and eating it too and being able to, oh, what well, they're going to get if you got an iPhone. First of all, Why does it, what does it matter? Not only what does that matter, there are children that have iPhones. There are children that have Androids, that have tablets, that have state-of-the-art technology. Here, it, This is why somebody's personal living situation should not matter because, A, you're not paying none of their bills. 
if we have a job, if I go to work and I have multiple degrees, certifications, licenses, no matter what industry it's in, I should be able to get up, work 40 hours a week. If I'm getting paid every week or every two weeks, twice a month, once a month, whatever it is, if anything major happens, I should be able to handle that. Right. Whether I'm a single woman with no kids or a husband and a wife, both working jobs with two or three kids and a pet. It doesn't matter because life happens. Everybody in Northeast Ohio, y'all know we ride these highways every damn day. Anything could happen. Anything. You know, you know how many cars do we see broke down on 90 and 480 every day? Every day. Especially if you commute anywhere. I live in Elyria. I work out in Independence. So I see shit every day. I can't afford anything to happen with a car right now. My car got to be on point. It's got to be on point. You know what I'm saying? But again, when we think about where we were at 93, 94, 95, a lot of people, a lot of our parents were working what they called good jobs, Mm -hmm. which at the time were the jobs that provided a livable wage. Yeah. Those were the jobs where even you had to have some type of skill, whether it was in manufacturing, whether it was an office position, whether it was healthcare, whatever it was, you had to have some type of certification or skill level to get anything above back then what was considered good money if you was making anything over ten dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Now mind you, I'm talking about ninety five, ninety threes, mid nineties. It's twenty nineteen. So if making over $10 an hour, if you was making $15 an hour in 1993, you was definitely making good money. You was definitely making good money. Now, if you would have told me in 1993 that the idea of paying somebody $15 an hour today people are is, like, and uh, people are like, no, I don't understand that. Like, do you, you understand how far inflation has come, how expensive it has gotten to live, whether you uh, have a family or you're a single individual. Right. Because people don't realize shit happens to single people. Just because you're single and you don't have any kids does not mean you deserve less. Does not mean you deserve more. But you shouldn't get less. But you don't deserve less. I mean, you can have a situation where you have a healthy situation. You Exactly. Because you know box. why? Your family history is what determines your future health. So, hey, hey, people, hey, hey, listen, and especially the blacks that's listening, um, folks, if you got people in your family, grandparents, anybody that's a blood relative, greats and all that other stuff, and they got high blood pressure, and they had to have heart attacks, and they done had strokes, and they got varicose veins, flatter legs, and you done seen them, heard talk about problems with their legs, nigga, right. that's cardiovascular disease. Right. That is a silent killer. So if you are uh, 35 and up and you are of color, you need to go get your shit checked. Facts. So because you're at risk for getting any of that, any of that in a major traumatic event. Can you afford that? Right. Are you properly insured to allow for a major event? So what do you think? So Sean is asking, what is your yearly salary recommendations for a livable wage? A livable wage. Do you? Let's, say, let's keep it for Ohio because I mean, I'm gonna be, say because you would, be it like would if we're well, like, uh, here's the racks. thing. Here's the you thing if we want to do something where it would be a federal level, 
that would have to come from a net from a study of every state where you would have to take whatever the mean average incomes are and you would simply it would simply be simple mathematics you know what i'm saying you would have to get Make certain state by state. you would ha- you would this is the research you would have to do you would have to go through these states for each industry mm-hmm. whatever the entry level on up you know how they have that jobs guy you know how when you enrolled in college and they gave you or you talked with the uh guidance counselor your senior year and they had that jobs guide handbook that you would take some things and they would tell you what uh what jobs you may be suited for and then it predicts how many jobs will have how that job industry will have grown in x amount of years and what the money would be in that job in x amount of years they would have to do that against all 50 states the same type of way because that is the only way to unbiasedly answer that question because Every industry is different. Every state is different. If we want to stick to the state of Ohio, the average income here should be for a livable wage should be no less than 40,000. Oh, shit. Than 40,000 a year. Mm-hmm. You should be able to. We're talking 40,000 in Ohio, Sean. Right. <laughs> because you need them Jordans. He, he's, a, he's like sneakerhead God right here. Well, here's the thing. You got to really look at how the experience of the individual and what you're trying to do because if hold on okay we're looking it up hey man you no. got us doing work man no i'm not looking up shit what the fuck <laughs> dang no, well, no i'm not, not no okay. <laughs> i'm not looking up shit no what i'm saying is that if we the only way to really do it unbiasedly is the exact way that they put out that handbook where you have to go industry by industry in each state. You have to poll these companies with what they pay, what benefits, um, and that type of thing. And you would have to put it all together in a report, and you would have to issue that. And based on that report, that's where the number would come for what a federable, quote-unquote, livable wage would be according to whatever industry you're in. Now, on our part, the individual, you would have to be some type of certification level. You can't just walk in with no experience. You have to have some type of training. This isn't the police academy. Right. You know, you have to have some type of education over a year, two years time to enter into the industry. Just like what would basically be a community college JVS certification type thing, whether it's certifications, whether it's licensing, whether it's de- uh, associate degrees, whether it's just needing a high school diploma or GED. The education is the second part of that that will on- be the only way that that will work because you have people that have been stuck in industries for decades and they're in industries that are dying and there's no coming back for them. One of them being coal. And you, I don't know. It's, I just fixed it. Um, one of them being coal. Mm-hmm. So you have people who have had families in these industries for years to where um, the idea of, 
oh, I can't learn nothing new. I, this is all I know. No, 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 no. You're going to have to learn something new. Or die. Or die. <laughs> Literally. Because this is not, not the not. 50s. This is a whole new ball game now where we have to maintain and compete. The technology is going to get better. They're using artificial intelligence more and more and more. So a lot of the jobs that a lot of people who are older, who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, spent their whole lives working, a lot of those jobs are no longer going to be around. So the idea of this day and age of sitting in the same industry for years and years and years and not expanding your knowledge on it, not becoming um, getting, you know, more certifications. You know, Microsoft has always had a program available with their Outlook, with Word, with PowerPoint, with Excel, where you could be certified as a Microsoft expert in those programs. Those have been around since Microsoft have been around. So the idea for people talking about, I don't know how to use a computer. You are a lazy son of a bitch (laughs) because they do it for free. Right. You know, it's there. It's all there. And you don't even have to have a computer to do it. You can go to the library and get this type of information and how to make it work without a computer until you can save up the money to get a computer. But I tell you this, if you got a smartphone and you don't have a computer, you can still do it. You know why? Because your phone's a computer, you jackass. <laughs> you can have the same programs on your phone. You know? That you can have on a computer. Hashtag there's an app for that. Man. You know, so again, a livable wage should be about making sure you can keep the basics over your head, which is a roof. The payment for rent and a mortgage should tap out no more than 30% of your money, period. Then you have your utilities and the cost to run it. You should be able to be able to pay your bills every month on time. You shouldn't have to rob Peter to pay Paul and maybe let the, the gas bill slip this month and pay it next month because it was... more than what you thought it was and you don't have it and they want to be assholes and not take a payment, half a payment. So you can't pay it. You got to let it wait to you either your next check or the next month. Mm -hmm. So now your bill is behind 30 days. So now you, most people end up falling into the cycle of that. Right. Because you can't afford to have one paycheck pay everything that you need to do to live for the month. If you get paid, if you get paid every two weeks, this is June. So May, if you got paid every three weeks, you got three pays in May, three paychecks in May. So you're not going to get a check for your first check in June is going to be June 14th. Okay. (laughs) Now, if you don't have a job where you can pay whatever your rent house note is, all the utilities that you play, you pay, including Netflix, including cell phone, including Hulu, fill your tank up, get groceries for at least a week, not two, at least a week, maybe even three days because you know how much groceries cost if you shopping anywhere other than fucking Walmart. Man. If you can't do that with, with your net pay 
off of this check on June 14th, you're not being paid a livable wage. Not only that, you're probably working for well below what you're worth. Scam code. I mean, just think about it. If you pay, let's say you pay $700 a month in rent. I wish my rent was seven. But this is what I'm saying. Let's just say that's why I'm keeping it low. Let's say you pay $700. Shit, let's say your check, your net for your check, let's say your net for your check is $1,500. Double your rent. Okay, so you pay your rent. Then you got to pay your electric. If you a, a, a family in a big spot, that's probably easily over $150. $200 for that, 900 gone. You got paid water bill, family, two hundred dollars gone, eleven 1, hundred. You got to pay the gas because you know niggas like hot water. That's Gotta probably one hundred fifty, two hundred gone. Mm-hmm. Now we up to thirteen hundred. Now you got two hundred dollars left. You ain't even hit Netflix. You ain't put no gas in the car. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got you a bag yet. You but you got two hundred dollars left out of this check. What bill haven't we paid? We paid all the bills and we paid the rent. That's again, this is with rent being $700 on the $1,500 check. Right. Now you got $200 left. This is payday. This is June 14th. You got $200 until we get paid again at the end of the month. Mm-mm-mm. Now, depending on how your family life is set up, that $200 is either going to be able to make it last or you're going to be struggling for some shit. Because think about if if now, here we is now, some of y'all are lucky. Some kids are, the kids are almost finally all out of school. But you're not lucky. The kids are out of school, which means you got to feed them niggas. <laughs> which means <laughs> right. with that $200, you got to go to Audi's instead of Walmart. Because now you got to make sure you got enough food to keep these niggas entertained I for at least a week. Food quality is kind of, is kind of, uh, it doesn't matter. It, yeah. It's the pricing. Cause all these is almost always been, is almost Lower. always cheaper than Walmart. It is. Cause you can get way more bang for your buck at all these than you can with Walmart. Right. But this is what I'm saying. So if you got more than one kid, you got to go to the grocery store you got to make sure there's stuff in there for them to eat because now they home all day. You still got to go to work. Now you got to pay babysitter Man. or whatever arrangements you had to make because now they're out of school. You can't quit your job. Nope. And if you don't have no help, you definitely paying somebody. Mind you, this is $200 we working with. So if you spend $100 at Audi's, you, gotta, you got enough for probably a good two. You probably got enough for two weeks, but kids is kids. Kids is going to need everything in the first three days. Mm. Or, yeah, mommy, you know? the program is tomorrow. Yeah. need 50 bucks. Yep. What? Yep. So. When, when did you know about this program? Two months ago. Right. But now they're out of school now, so there ain't going to be no no program. They, it's just about keeping these niggas fed. Yeah, now you got to pay. Now you got to pay, you know what I'm saying, to somebody to watch them all day. Okay. Now you at work. You still got to eat at work. So you might have been able, you might have picked up some stuff at the grocery store so you, you could pack at lunch. Uh-huh. And the kids probably ate it. So now you back to where you was paying for lunch. So mind you, you were still only working with $200. You spent $100 at Audi's. You had to get gas. So you put $20 worth of gas in there. Now you got $80. Right. It's Monday. We still got a whole two full weeks. Two full weeks. Before the next pay at the end of the day, at the end of June. So when I say a livable wage, I'm meaning now in that two weeks, you got to hope as an individual don't nothing happen. Because if some emergency comes up that 
is going to eat into that $80 that you got left. <laughs> Mind you, you still ain't got a bag. <laughs> so now you down to $40. <laughs> you got to get, you know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> you ain't got a bottle. Me, so now. You had $20. You had $20. <laughs> for two weeks. For two weeks. <laughs> and you can only get there for one good week because you only put $20 worth of gas in the car. So you broke. Exactly. On payday. On payday. The, on, on the Monday after payday. Broke. Now, a livable wage, you would probably still have About at least a thousand thousand no, at least a thousand dollars left from paying everything that you needed to pay. If you because the idea Oh, you're talking about over the course of a month. Right. Yeah, you should. You should because you would have that and you would not be in that situation to where, Lord, please get me get to work and don't let me happen on these bald ass tires because I've been needing tires. <laughs> you know. But now I got to try to use this second check at the end of the month. But guess what? We was late paying uh, June rent because you you blew that middle check that you got in May. So the check on the 31st, you Memorial paid. Memorial Day. You had to, exactly. Memorial Day check. You couldn't pay the rent with the Memorial Day check. Right. So now you got to take the check at the end of June, pay July rent. But then you're thinking, uh, like we were talking about before, 4th of July. Uh, That's wait, on a it's Friday. It's a never-ending cycle. Okay. So, when it comes to livable wage, I don't mean doing something for nothing and just be given the money. I mean, whatever job you're doing, you are educated to be doing that. You're, you have the proper certifications and you are being paid correctly to do the fucking right. job. And when you go get paid every two weeks on the 14th and on the 28th, that Monday after payday, you're not sitting there trying to figure out how you're going to get through the next two weeks. You're sitting there trying to figure out, okay, how much more can I save out this next check and put myself into a better position for the rest of the year? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That is what the thought process and a lot of things were in the 90s, late 80s. Early 2000s. That's right. why when they say the spending and all that shit was good because people were able to do that. You were able to pay, pay everything you needed to pay out of one check and you could still afford whatever vice it was that you did. And then and the second check, you was just like, hey. You, you exactly. Know. Second check, you could have going to your savings yeah, you account saving, and you could split whatever needed to be split saving for and you could save for a, a house and you could do all of that and you could make yourself into being um, to the position where you want it with your money. Mm -hmm. we They've effectively destroyed that this day and they age. They give you enough money just to give them back. Exactly. Just because the back. idea, they've balked at the idea of increasing the money for people to do their jobs, but you're still doing twice as much work. You're doing multiple positions when you do these jobs. Right. And that's like the one girl at the job the other day was talking about how they asked her to do a certain position. She doesn't want the position. She wants another position. Mm -hmm. But they asked her to do this position and said they was going to keep let her keep her bonus, blah, 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 blah. But, of course, Scamco Inc., what happened when she got her bonus check? This broad was used to getting $2,000 bonus. Her bonus was only $670. Uh, so she was sick. So they've been wanting to do it. She's like, I'm not going back over there so y'all fix my money. Mm. As she Well, she should. Because I'm not going to sit there. This is the thing. Don't sit there and act like motherfuckers owe you top production. And then you want me to do something extra 
that's going to take away from the money that I'm already making because you're obviously paying me too much money doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. To do some bullshit that's going to pay me less money? No. Nope. No. That's not what we're going to do. No, good organizations will pay you, will have like a baseline bonus wage. They want you to try something else. Exactly. We're going to still give you the money that you exactly. would have been making if you try this. Right. And we'll see how it works for you. We're not even, and then, uh, and here's the thing a good company won't even mess with your bonus like that if you're doing the position on a trial basis and it would be okay we want you to do this let's see if you're a good fit any bonus that you make in this position during this time will be whatever it is that's what it is whatever your average was in the last three months right don't give you that right so those, those are good organizations right but to be like you're not gonna we're not gonna give you the opportunity to make what you were used to making no, that's Scam Co. Inc. And, and that's... What the hell is that? Oh, we're going to go ahead and promote you, but not promote you. Right. <laughs> right. And that's the fucked up how, thing. We're going to see how it goes. If it work out, then we're going to give you the job. If not, well, all right. What happened to the... Oh, there it is. Um, but that... That's a livable wage. That is a livable wage. And it's we've gotten so far off topic, but Man. The idea Hey, that's a topic that you don't talk about at work your pay. You don't and that's another one that's <laughs> yeah, it is. It's you don't because talk about you don't pay. with anyone other than payroll and HR. Period. Because a lot of companies have policies against that. Mm-hmm. And and if you are our age and you saw the movie nine to five, you would know that because that's what they fired Maria for because she was in the bathroom with Judy talking about how much her pay was. Cause she was part time, but they was joking her. Mm. And she's what do you mean? Cause the, the company snitch was sitting in the stall with her feet up, writing everything, writing the whole conversation down on toilet paper. Jesus. Yeah. If you want to see and understand some when I say about. and 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 really understand what a scam co ink company is, watch the movie Nine to Five with Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, and Lily Tomlin from the eighties. You will see what we're talking about because a lot of the practices that that company was doing, and mind you, this movie was in nineteen eighty four, eighty five. So a lot of the things that that company was profits. doing, it was all about the profit and it was profitable for them because why are we going to give any employees any of this extra shit? And when you look at the people that are in charge, this is exactly what I'm saying because the guy in charge was a sexist, hypocritical, hypocritical egotistical bigot. So it's Man. a, it's a, it's a classic sure it's 2019 or 1984. Exactly. It's a classic <laughs> example of how not to get juked by these companies and what a scam code company really looks like because they don't give a shit about the employees. Nope. It's not. It's all about the bottom line and how much money they can make and how much work they can get out of you for little or as little as possible. Because when that's why, and, and especially in this day and age, in the last few years, you've seen so much um back channel uprising against unions because unions make sure that the people that are in them are fairly represented right you can't fuck with them and their money is right 
So when you have companies that don't want you to talk about unions or don't care for all that, you got to really remember, okay, so you really are not trying to help your employees have a maintain a good work-life balance. I mean, uh, the question for me that I ask a lot of y'all is this. I mean, how, how many hours do you really want to be at work? Do you want to work a 40-hour week? Do you want to work a 50-hour week? Do you want to work overtime? Do you want to be able to go to your job for 8 to 10 hours a day, take an hour lunch, go home, get your check, be able to handle every single bill that you have in one check for 40 hours a week? And then your next check, you can save, you can take the kids wherever they want to do on an outing to a museum right. to wherever you can save for a big family trip in the summer. Is that what you want to do? Is that not what you want to do? What is it that you want out of the place that you're working? Why are you there? Is it part of a career goal? Is it somewhere that you're working just to get a check? Cause you got bills and you need to pay them. What is the ultimate that you want out of it? And do you feel like, you're being paid what you're worth. Right. I probably say the majority of people can say no. And that's the fucked up thing about it because we have so many people that can't answer any of those questions. But they wanna they'll want to argue against quote unquote a livable wage and the same the same part of the people that's arguing against it is the people that need the damn that money. need the shit you know no that wouldn't be fair man it's such a dumbass doll but this is what this is why i say that it goes back to a country full of dumbasses a country full of dumbasses and if you're going to do it you have to do it in the most unbiased way possible which is compiling the information state by state for each industry over um an X amount of period of time, no, then no longer than a year, because it's not as if it couldn't be done. It could be done. Yeah, it could be done. You know, get it done over a year, and then once you have your results, boom. And the 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 benefit to every single industry that that would have, because in the generations of younger people coming up, they would now have a better understanding of what it entails as far as the education needed to get into certain industries and how likely these companies are to hire you if you have X amount of certifications, licenses, degrees, whatever it is. When we had it back in the 90s, it was like, okay, you take these personality tests and all right, you're you're suited to be this, this, and that. Nah, nah, we don't need that bullshit. If you do it today, a lot of these kids can get an information report, what do you want to be? You want to get into engineering, you want to get into science, you want to get into technology, you want to get into healthcare, you don't want to really go to college, you want to, you know, you're maybe you're a good salesman, maybe you want to try to get into some type of business entrepreneurship, some shit like that. These are the skills and the credentials that you'll need to take to make it happen. Right. So when you come into the job, you know you can make the money that you need to make to maintain your life, whether you're in a single individual or whether you're an individual that has a family. And then, and then from there, it's just like a video game. 
the more you educate yourself and build your your skills your skill tree and your character levels up and the more levels you get the more money you get that's what the fuck it should be anything else would just be uncivilized right and and anything else for real for real would be an an exercise in futility because it, it wouldn't have that non-biased look at it the way that that report is put together mm-hmm. so these are the things that we need to be holding our representatives and shit accountable for now when you talk about these presidential candidates bernie sanders is one of the guys that advocates for a livable wage and i saw an article which i meant to talk about that earlier but I saw an article where apparently Bernie crashed the shareholders meeting of Walmart. I heard about that. And basically ambushed the CEO into agreeing to pay Walmart employees a livable wage. Wow. So That's it is because if we see Walmart do this, it's going to change the game for every other company. Yeah, because if, they, if like if Walmart paying good, you got to pay. good. You got to pay good. And and I like the way that he did it by going in that CEO and at that board meeting and saying, all you rich ass motherfuckers. And you can't pay these people. You got people on welfare, getting food stamps, getting government assistance and working 40 and hours, working a, week 40 hours a week for you and not even know they can't work 40 hours a week. They're only working 32 to 35 because you can't you can't be working full time hours and getting assistance and that's how walmart cuts corners on what they pay people and the benefits and shit like that like you're not working 40 hours a week you you might it might feel like you there 40 hours a week shit out of you (laughs) right but they're they're getting around if you what the uh the nine the the checkout line the uh, the automated checkout line man they just (laughs) i just seen that they just um updated that uh one at at the Walmart by me, and they added more. That's crazy. I would hate that. And job. I walk right past all that shit. Like I don't fucking work here. I'm not ringing my shit out. And then on top of that, y'all added 40, 40 self checkouts. These niggas had two cashiers open. But why? It's like my thing is why you have all those aisles, but you don't have nobody working them. It's like what's the point of the aisles? Because they pay cashiers a certain. Uh, pay tier, uh, 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 tier, and they don't want to pay because I, you know, once Target went up to paying people twelve dollars entry to come in, Walmart went up to twelve dollars. So again, it's all about the bottom line. That money is affecting their bottom line, their profit. So they're cutting corners in every other way. To, to to make up for that. That's why. Why do you think they got they're getting rid of the fucking greeters? Wow. You know what I'm saying? They've been why they somebody probably said, Why the fuck are we paying people to say hi to y'all? Right. You know? Why are we paying people to scan a receipt? What do we got a security team for? You know what I'm saying? What do we got plain clothes guys walking around? But we got somebody up here stopping to check a receipt. What we got this high tech shit up here for? We got this 73-year-old grandpa standing here. Who ain't going to do shit. Who ain't going to do shit but get ran the fuck over. You know? Who ain't going to do nothing. You know? So, if what 
was said was true and he does that and we start to see legislation or see walmart come out at some point this year talking about in favor of that it's a game changer people it's a game changer and i'm telling you right now i'm telling you right now you're gonna need to step up your skills you're gonna need to get your credentials straight if you need to go back to school to finish out them knock them last few credits, go. If you got a certification you've been wanting to get, get it. Get it. If there's a license you let expire, renew it. Take it again. Because it's not going to do anything but benefit you here coming up. If they're going to start breaking bread. Yeah. You're going to have to be You got you want to be in the first first of the line. Over these little young niggas. I'm <laughs> <laughs> out of high school. Getting you know, the certifications that, in high look, school. That can't sign their name in cursive. But they got the credentials. Right, but they got <laughs> credentials. <laughs> like, for real. They got them. Like, that, that shit, um, you really should make sure that you avoid those three main topics religion politics and talking about your pay right because there's absolutely zero good that's going to come from any of that no doubt and you're gonna find out the hard way if you continue to engage people in the foolishness or at work and y'all sean said all bills should have the option of paying twice a month to match how most americans get paid you know, more companies are going that well, way. Well, here's the thing. You have the, you like, can make especially that with happen. cell phone companies. Cell mm-hmm. phones is like, hey, we payment arrangement? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. In the mortgage industry, in the mortgage industry, uh-huh. you can have your mortgage set up as a biweekly payment. Mm-hmm. You can have your mortgage drafted, um, your payment set up every two weeks, twice a month for your mortgage. You can have biweekly payments set up for most things you just have to call and ask them it depends on what company because a company like spectrum they not gonna do the shit nope. but a company like windstream AT&T you can call will. they you can call AT&T them and will. tell you and tell them hey i want to set this up for uh, uh uh instead of the monthly draw just every two weeks Take $25 out. My bill ain't but $40. Take $25 out every two weeks. Yep. Boom. And the next thing you know, end of the year, you got your shit will be free because you didn't end it up with a credit because you was paying over it anyway. Yep. And you was paying it on like time. T-Mobile, you had to have your monthly installment broken up in two payments. Yep, T-Mobile. So that is absolutely a fantastic idea. And it can happen. People just, you just have to call and ask for it. It depends. Or just go on the, on the site map on the website uh-huh. and, and, and look at it, Bill. Mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, current customer's account and history or whatever, managing your account. You can do that. It's a lot of things you can do. 
But I mean, again, you know, a lot of the, a lot of creditors aren't going to be forthcoming no. with those solutions because they want all their bread. No. But I mean, if you were the creditor, I want my bread too. What I mean, here's I the thing: what y'all got to realize is they're gonna they've started to change the algorithm again on how FICO can use your uh, rate your score, and they want to start using how you use your checking account and they actually want to start using how you pay your bills because see your bills weren't on there it's not on there your utilities none of that that shit's not on there now they want to put that shit on there because they want to eliminate more people from getting mortgages because predatory lending is at an all-time is high. at an extreme all-time high so and if you see somebody or somebody say, oh, they don't nah, I'm a, no, it's a lie. I've been licensing that shit since fucking 2016. It's it's a lie. Predatory lending is huge. And 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 they said, no, I can get you. a Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I mean, it's subprime lending. Anybody that tells you, oh, you've been Put turned your away. On the table. Yeah, <laughs> we can get Stop. it. But you got a loan, though. Getting. Your bills, the ability to pay your bills in one check, a livable wage to where you can not only maintain your household income and be prepared for an event, an unexpected event, whether it's traumatic, whether it's something, the furnace bursting, whether a kid breaks an arm, whether it's a car issue, whether it's a health issue for you whatever it is and you got to pay out your deductible because a lot of y'all if y'all ain't got no health insurance if you do have health insurance and something happens you got to pay your deductible in your office visit shit before they even gonna look at you mm. so if you ain't got the money to pay that good luck number one reason people declare bankruptcy in this country health medical bills that is it medical bills People, you can ask anybody that's had anything major happen to them and whether they had insurance or no insurance, I guarantee you they probably still paying on it. So don't get triggered when you hear or see a conversation about livable wage. Understand that the idea should be being able to maintain your household and if you miss a check, you are not sunk. Because right now, a lot of us. That government shutdown showed you. It showed. It should right. have showed you. It should have. It should have showed people you. People was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not able to maintain. Now, and if these people had the quote unquote, the good jobs. Because everybody who, anybody that brought up, know if you had a government job, you were supposed to have a good job. That's a good job. So you making good money. And you still can't go a check. And you still missed a check. And was done. And was all types of fuck. And how long did that shit go? About a month. And how long was it before they re, before they made it to where they was going to back pay him? Another month. Exactly. <laughs> so you had, and, and, and that I was the holiday. I don't even see how this dude get elected. If you work for the government and you were Asshole, laid off, and you were laid off because of that. You deserve and it. And you vote for him again. You deserve it. <laughs> but... I mean, but this is what I'm saying. All the bad things in life if this was supposed <laughs> to be the good job, can you imagine 
Everybody else. Everybody else that's working as a waitress, as a busboy at a fast food restaurant, at a library, at a car dealership, in a call center, and a PRN, an STNA. They got four kids living out in subsidized government housing. Come on now. No, the majority of Americans cannot (laughs) afford to miss one check. It will be severely detrimental to that household. And if you are one of the few that can, count yourself lucky. Right. Count yourself lucky because most I guarantee you, no matter what you're seeing, I guarantee you most of your friends probably can't. Mm-hmm. And the show that you're receiving, unless you somebody super good, real friend, the show that you're seeing is just that. A show. A motherfucking show. Because financial debt in this country and is ridiculous. Ridiculous. People have always wanted to keep up with the Joneses while while not making sure their shit was together. But at least in the 20th century, we had the ability to save money. I've never seen so many people get so upset about paying people what they're worth in a job. And the the idea, too, because a lot of it, what triggered it, uh, the main thing was the idea of paying a restaurant worker $15 an hour. How dare they make 15 an hour? My thing uh, is this. First of all, I managed restaurants for over 20 years. And I am 100% an advocate of paying somebody $15 an hour in a restaurant. Why? Because I know what it takes to run a successful, high-quality restaurant where every time you come to that motherfucker... The food is great. It's hot. It's fresh. It reminds you of a fucking commercial. The person that's making your sandwich you know what I'm saying? making that sandwich in a great mood. You know what I'm saying? Because they can afford to miss a day at work and it's not going to kill because they can't afford their kids' asthma medication. Mm-hmm. So not only that, but the certification. Don't you, want the person, don't you want the person that's making your food to have a positive outlook on life? Well, because they don't think that the person is making their food as a person. That's why. Uh, you're right. There it, is. there it is. That's why. And the Fuck idea. Exactly. Because they they don't think that that's a good enough job. Or you're just. A, or you're a good enough person to do anything other than work that bullshit fly, fry flipper job because you don't have any skills. Well, hello, Jethro. There are tons of certifications for food. that you have to take to maintain food service safety. There's management courses and management training classes that you have to take that these companies pay for. But now in this day and age, a lot of companies have stopped paying for that. Why? Why? Right. But you want to know why they stopped paying for that? Because if they st- if they had to keep paying for it, that means you were certified in basic management training. You were certified in serve safe, which is food safety. You were certified in a couple of other things for the restaurant in- in- industry, meaning they had to fucking pay you. You couldn't go to a uh, let's say you had been you you started at a at a Burger King when you were 16 years old and they done paid you and trained you and got all types of things. Now you done worked your way up and you're not quite the store manager. But you're the next one down and they won't give you a, a store. store, but you got these credentials with you that you can take to another company and they'll give you a store based on your experience this day and age. If the company don't pay for you to get that certification and that training, you're not getting it because you can't afford to pay for it out of pocket. 
which means whatever store you're at, you're, you're stuck. You're about to be the swing manager forever. Forever. <laughs> because especially if they don't like you. I know. I've been through this. This I've seen it. I've seen the process. So in this day and age, no, they're not going to pay for that because that means they got to pay you. So if you come in, it used to be if you worked for any of these restaurant companies and you had a job somewhere at one of them and something happened and you had to move, all you had to do was call that store and you could have a job wherever you was at. Why? Because you had experience from another store. If you moved cross country and you worked in a McDonald's, you knew what city you was going to, you could call the McDonald's in that city and say, hey, I'm going to get my manager in touch with your manager because I'm moving out there. Can we transfer me to this store or whatever stores was in the area? You used to could do that easy breezy lemon squeezy. Now? Oh, no, no. No. Now you back out in with the rabble. You got to fight for wherever the fuck you land. Because if you coming from another store, that means you got experience. And let's say you coming from a store in Cleveland. That's a multi-million dollar store. And when I say a multi-million dollar store, I mean, that's a store that brings in over a million dollars a year in in revenue after taxes. So that would be a store like for Northeast Ohio. Let's say the. Um, any store by cedar point the burger king the arby's the mcdonald's okay million dollar stores the town you're moving to the highest revenue store they got is three hundred thousand, meaning it's a really slow store so you've got five six seven ten years experience let's say you was working there since you were 16 you didn't been there like i said you worked yourself up now you're 26 you get you getting ready to move you met somebody, whatever, it happens. Mm-hmm. Now, you got all this experience in a multi-million dollar store. You think you're going to be able to get an easy transfer into a store over there? Hell no. Nah. They ain't going to want to pay you. They they can't exactly. Pay you. They can't pay you. They can't pay you. Because they would have to pay you more than everybody in that store. And everybody in that store ain't having it. Exactly. Because they they followed, they broke the first rule. Exactly. <laughs> Talking about your money. Exactly. So, again... Hell no. A quote unquote livable wage is being able to maintain your household. And if you miss one check, you're not dead in the water. Right. If you are an individual that does not support that idea, you're a piece of shit. Not only are you a piece of shit, but I need to understand your thought process as to why you don't get behind that. You know what I'm saying? Because what is it that you do? Are you that highly skilled that you make six plus figures a year so you can't understand how much of a benefit it would be for somebody who was making $22,000 a year to go to 40? I need need you to explain the thought process to me because I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. You're a shitty individual. Completely. And you think you're better than the next person. And you deserve every bad thing that happens to you ever in life. In the next life. And the next. Your whole fucking line. Fuck them. <laughs> As a staff, record label, and, and a, a motherfucking, motherfucking crew. crew. Because the idea that certain people shouldn't be able to to have, to, have a, to keep a roof over their head 
is just ridiculous. They shouldn't. They have no right to live here. Exactly. Why? Because, and well, here's the thing. the thing. Why? If you didn't want to not cook, there wouldn't be no reason to get your ass up and go to a Burger King or a McDonald's or an Applebee's and not tip the waitress, not tip the bartender. If you didn't want to be a lazy fuck, you didn't go to the grocery store, you didn't buy a blender, you didn't go buy mixes, nope. you don't have any liquor, you don't have the right glasses, you ain't got no ice, you don't have the equipment, you ain't got a crusher, you ain't got a stir. You got a regular ass fridge. You can't, you can't make the drink that you want to drink at your house because nope. you won't go get the stuff. But you'll go to Applebee's or you'll go wherever and won't tip the waitress, won't tip the bartender because you feel like they should have a better job. Or if they had better skills, they'd be in a better job. And no, motherfucker. If you didn't want to leave your fucking house, there wouldn't even have right. to be no ne- and need that's for the thing, it. You know, it, it just how shitty that is. It's like so, so because, so because you didn't go to said institution, you deserve to live a life in squalor. Exactly. That's how they feel. That's how they feel. And I that's, mean, yeah, that I mean that's how talk. they feel. That's how they feel. So, uh, that's like the people, um, in. In the in the coal mining industry, who feel like anything, any use of power other than coal is an insult to them. No, the insult is you thinking that this would last forever. Right. The insult is you not taking the opportunity to learn more about the industry and grow your skills, so you could change and adapt with time as well. Instead of demanding somebody keep a dying industry in an area that we have no use for. Right. Because whether you like it or not, it's going to be phased out. There's not any money in that the way it used to be. These mines are tapped. Mm-hmm. We've been mining them for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Man. It's going to be 2020. Y'all 2020. Y'all might the fuck out of them too. You know? <laughs> you know? You but know. that's why they trying to drill everywhere else they're not supposed to through the wildlife reserve through all this shit that's supposed to be um safeguarded that's why they want to come in because you want to placate people in industries who don't want to learn and adapt and these are the people that are against that's a whole uh, a, a thing. discussion though. it is and it's crazy because these are the things that we as individuals are allowing to continue to happen so, like, right now, we're in the midst of uh, uh, election season. There's going to be an election mm-hmm. here soon. And. What y'all going to do? Exactly. Because I've seen a lot of shit talking over the last three years. Actually, let me scratch that. I've seen a lot of shit talking over the last 19 years. Yeah. And I've yet to see anybody do anything about it. Anything significant. But continue to talk shit. Other than that. That's like the most, that's like the, you know, that, the ACA and the Patriot Act. Yeah. The Patriot Act, those two acts, those two laws. And we're not even going to talk about ACA. Matter of fact, that's going to be next week's show. We're going to talk about work and healthcare and jobs and what should employees provide versus what you should be able to get as an individual in the free marketplace but that um this shit here with this country full of dumbasses 
Hey, yo, they saying they want to see your face. It's, I told you that's got to cost money. Um, <laughs> so these people. That, that, that's the move. That's the move. Hey, we're going to put up a contest, y'all. Money. Money. <laughs> she said she want to get y'all. Y'all want to see Crooked Halo face? Y'all Money. <laughs> That's as simple as that. Money. <laughs> like nor- normally it would be money or weed, but I need money. <laughs> In a major way. In my best how high voice, doing the things I need <laughs> money. <laughs> Shit. That's what I want. <laughs> um, but anyway, the idea over the last 19 years that people have been talking shit. I mean, we've had people to come up. We've had, like you said, the ACA, we've had the Patriot Act. We've had um, a, a steady stream of activists um, show up. One being uh, I love Sean a- King. I love AOC though. Oh, uh, we're not even going to talk about my girl AOC. Cause see, she, she, gully. she like is her. pure, she is so unadulterated, she is not so playing no games with, these white people. She is so. She is not at her on job, it, though. and she like the her uh, when the she way when she, she question people. Man, listen, they don't uh, they don't like her because she's not asking for them for shit. Bullshit. She's not asking them for nothing. She's going to do her job, which is represent her representatives, which is what you want out of your fucking Congress congressional representative. That's what you want. You want somebody like AOC, somebody who may not know everything, but is willing to fucking learn. And when they see that something's not right, question why Mm -hmm. this has been allowed to go on for so long. And yet. We have discrepancies here, there, and everywhere. And we have safeguards in place to prevent to said prevent shit going on. Said shit. Why y'all not doing so, it? So, this is the problem that a lot of people are having with with her because she is completely she's Eddie Murphy's character in The Distinguished Gentleman. Yeah, she didn't get voted in on rank, on name recognition. She put in the work and and actually got her grassroots game was phenomenal. She went door to door. She she stomped. She literally stomped door to door a freaking bartender, you know, and made it happen. So the idea that she is not somebody that cares is so outrageously stupid to me because it's like if she didn't care, she wouldn't have ran. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you run for any type of congressional position, let alone a local one. I have a friend right now that's running for mayor. When you run for any of these positions, the things that go into it and what you have to do, it is such a heavy burden to do. And it's not something that you enter into lightly. It's really not. Because everything that comes with it, the scrutiny, the ability to to come up with this money needed to run ads and to campaign and to get the buttons and this yard signs that all that shit costs money it means you got to be out here talking to people you got to be out here asking people what do they want to see like i told you a couple of episodes ago when i went to these um fundraisers back in march and april because it is election season like i said and there's all types of positions going on in the city of Illyria. so i'm going to these different campaigns and it's just it really Having not been in a few years, it really reminds me that this is exactly how this shit works, by talking. Who's the best talker? 
Who's going to promise the best shit? Whose promises make the most sense? Then that's the motherfucker that I'm going to go with. That's how politics works. And when you get it done on a grassroots level, you can get the people in that really want to be there. What happened with AOC, Just she knocked out a really prominent Democrat that had been in that, in that position for decades. You know why he's not there? He didn't get anything done. He didn't get enough done to where the representatives felt he deserved to stay. We got a mayor in Illyria right now that she should be on her way out. She's done nothing. We've lost major businesses because of this woman. These candidates running now, they have plans. They're, they've already met with companies to see what they can do about bringing jobs and technology and shit back to the city of Illyria. That's what you're supposed to do. Not let your city lay stagnant in the 21st century. So it starts on a local level. That's how you get of the people for the people by the people. And that's how we get more AOCs in Congress and the Senate. Right. Because there's no way that we can move forward with the same geriatric people that have been there for decades upon they decades. So out of touch. And you, the, the, you got people like Mitch McConnell, dude is like a hundred. You know what? <laughs> he's a hundred. He's terrible. He's terrible. And there's there the lobbying machine, the big money machine that keeps these people in place is it, is it, ridiculous. It's impressive. It's, it, it is. And again, two movie the two movie recommendations to really understand what I'm talking about. Nine to five and a distinguished gentleman. The distinguished gentleman is always going to be a movie recommended that you guys watch because it's a it's Eddie Murphy's most underrated movie because it's the realest shit he's ever shot. And when you watch it, you're going to be like, wow, this is what's going. This is exactly what's going. Him and his whole crew, hustlers, con artists, and got in there and hustled and conned the fuck out of Congress, but got met with a bunch of shit. This is the same shit. People don't understand religion, politics, your pay, that stuff you don't talk about at work. You keep that debate between your circle of, of, of friends off the clock. Off the clock. And on, and, and on top of that, you, you don't even really get into that type of a conversation when you meet somebody new. You don't know them. And a lot of people have a problem with meeting people new and, or meeting new people, I should say, and automatically pushing their agenda, their religious agenda. Christians have this problem hugely. They're, they're a big violator of that. Oh, you don't believe in Jesus? That's a problem. And, and well, let me show you. And, and all I can think of anytime I hear it <laughs> is uh, Eddie Murphy's character in um, another 48 hours when he got out of jail and him and Jack had to fight outside the, uh, outside the titty bar. Mm-hmm. And he went to the phone and Eddie Murphy was calling up all his friends. Tell me, it's Reggie. It's Reggie. I need I need I need 500. He said, I needed some money and a place to stay. And they kept hanging up on him. And he got to the one dude and he was like, hey. Hey, hey, it's Reggie. Hey, yeah, you know me, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. He was like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I was there. I was there when you beat the bitch up. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, can I get somewhere to stay? He's like, oh, you found Jesus. You found Jesus? Well, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I I love Jesus. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Black motherfucker. You know, that was the scene. So 
with a christian that is that's how i feel with a christian like i love okay no I don't, i'm not let me tell you what you want to hear so i can get the fuck out your face because some of y'all you can't argue with them they don't know the bible they like they think they know and they don't know what's that got to do with what we doing here not shit they don't know any of that shit so it's just like did nobody ask you for none of that no not even a little bit oh that's why i don't even like these motherfuckers oh what the fuck happened uh, that being said, we're yeah. going to have to bounce. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. You know, next week we're talking about uh, employment and health care. Health care at the gig. Um, what providers have a responsibility to provide? What your employers have a, a responsibility to provide? The Affordable Care Act and then versus what you can find on the free market this will not devolve into a debate on you know universal health health care because i'm going to put on the record that there should be a universal health care here system here because being somebody that worked in preventative health care maintenance you guys don't understand the kind that is being told to you with your insurance companies is fucking ridiculous they don't cover preventative health care Insurance companies don't cover shit until you have something happen. What do I mean? You you can't go in and get your heart checked for blockage if you think you have cardiovascular disease in the family. You got to have a heart attack first. It's so after the fact. Right. So we're going to talk about that next week because I don't think a lot of people really understand how hand-in-hand... Hand, uh that shit goes is that for sure hold on i just seen that <laughs> but no i just seen the comment in the mixler chat room my bad i just now seen it i was talking <laughs> you know, I've, been, I've been talking for two hours right. um but shit so yeah check us out next week we talking about healthcare at work and the pros and cons and what are some of your Healthcare stories, some of the best coverage you had. Do you have any stories where you thought you had better coverage than what you did? And you didn't. And you didn't. Man. 50% of Americans file bankruptcy due to healthcare bill, medical bills. Keep that in mind, folks, this weekend. Uh, it's what, going to be 80 degrees in Cleveland today? Right. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> right. Let's go, China. Get the, get the, I'm trying to hit some corners. Like, Hold uh, on, hit some corners, man. I'm trying man. to get. I'm trying to be out here. That's funny. All right, we will see you, motherfuckers, next week. Next week. Yeah. Niggas slacking and they macking, simping and they pimping. I'm glad I got you, baby. You were my crush. You the only one I could count on, man. You were my crush when I. My crush, man. Yeah, we leave spots milk. You get your top till filled. My block leave cops killed. Duck shots still. You not built. You had zirconies. Those were zirconias. I kept it spot built. I can ensemble linen, grin in a rock.
myself I'm hitting bitches like switches I'm a top welder That's Chamberlain Mommy became a friend Said she had the lamest men Want to learn the game I'm with I had the game of them You rearrange your friends Then you change that band We need a range with friends She bought a gravy roller And had a pastry odor Yes, she made the quota Cause I'm like Ray Liotta Fiends in the caskets Leaning them bastards But the meanest of fabrics When I'm with Athena Onassis A Miss Trina The queen of the asses Cause when it come to purple I seen it in masses Tito, you almost finished? This ain't purple, neither Tito. This blend almost out right here. God, I don't know what this is. I love you, man. Only thing I count on is you. Tito, I can't hear you. I don't want to hear you. Good looking. Tito just got the blend. I'm reloaded now. I'm a nuisance child, game in the stupid now, plus I'm stupid foul, pull the coup to trap, I come through canal, and let the Luger stab, in the DA mouth, here's a root canal, right on center street, put them on front street, next day the front page, who gon' front on me, girls deranked in chunks, I call them skanking cunt, take a trip with the dick bitch to the bank to stunt, Serena Williams, down to Ivanka Trump. Who wanna bang a rump? Chump, yes, I bring the pump. That's why I'm kinda hype. Because my money's good, which means my mind is right. So I got time to write. How I grind at nights. Mets tab, China white. Army hat, army jacket. Yes, sir, my line is right. The menace is army. We finished the dawn pill. Now let's get purple. Like Grimace of Barney. Holla. My crutch, man. I gotta come in there. I don't know what Tito rolling up. Okay. I gotta roll it up myself. I don't know what's in them Dutch masters. If you don't crush your own weed up and put it in the blitz yourself, your own brother hand you some dust. That's what I count it as. I gotta come in. Give me two minutes, y'all. I'll be back with y'all in a minute. I'll roll up. Radio.com.